All right, Lock On family, you ready? Let's pretend we're in sunny Arizona. The sun beaming down onto Sloan Park. Baseball is being played, and we've got fake spring training headlines coming up now on Locked On Cubs. Happy Wednesday. You are Locked On Cubs. Your daily Chicago Cubs podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning to you. Happy, happy Wednesday. Welcome on in, Locked On family to Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison. I was the public address announcer at Wrigley Field for 10 years, and now I'm happy to be part of the Locked On family here as host of Locked On Cubs. First of all, I want to thank you for making Locked On Cubs your first listen each and every a.m. It is my favorite part of the day to spend the morning with you. I look forward to it every day when I get up and I love prepping these shows and having fun talking Cubs baseball, talking NL Central, talking Major League Ball. Please engage with us on social media. So many great conversations on social. I love it. At Chicago Cubs PA, at Lockdown Cubs for the show's Twitter. Reach out to us either way. Love to talk. Let's respect each other's opinions, but let's have some fun as well. And if you want to watch the show, you can see my gray hair in person. Check out Cubs YouTube, uh, Locked On Cubs YouTube channel. We post our podcasts up there as well. Our podcasts are free and available wherever you score your favorite cast. So please, please check us out. Awesome stuff today. Zip's projections continue. It's the final day. We're going to look at some possible bullpen swingmen here today. As of right now, again, this could all change as the rotation shuffles and everything kind of trickles from top down. Also have lockout updates and CBA bargaining agreements. The sides are meeting as we speak. This is the crucial week. Stay tuned. So big updates um, coming about uh, about the lockout as well. But first, we should be well into spring training now. Pitchers and catchers should have been in camp for a week. They should be doing their PFPs. The backfield should be humming. Unfortunately, all is quiet. Owners, league, player reps, all in Jupiter, Florida, meeting, trying to hash out this mess to get to the season. Well, let's pretend for a sec, shall we? Put on your imagination caps like we were back in high school. I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, Shahadav Sharma of The Athletic put together a great piece about a week ago looking at some of the fake spring training headlines that we must dream about now, but that we may be looking at for real if spring training had progressed and the season had progressed the way that we anticipated it to. So I'm going to paint you a rosy picture of what should be happening in Florida and in Arizona right now. Grapefruits and cacti galore. Cacti is the plural of cactus, correct? Or cacti is the singular. At any rate, Let's pretend that over the next couple of days, we can take a look at some of these fake spring training headlines and things we would be analyzing about Cubs baseball if spring training had kicked off like it should. Keep in mind, games were supposed to begin just three days from now on February 26th, Cubs and Dodgers. Unfortunately, they will not. No spring training per the league will be played before March the 5th. So, What's headline number one if spring training continued and started the way it should have? 
a potentially hot spring for the Cubs top prospect, Brennan Davis. We have talked about Brennan at length here on Lockdown Cubs. I am stoked to see him in the outfield for the Cubs on a daily basis. Now, when that happens, we don't know. And it would have been a very intriguing headline had he had a red hot spring. Again, we've been all over him. So much intrigue here. Let's flash back to a couple other players from yesteryear that were in his situation. How about the spring of 2015? Chris Bryant, at the time, one of the top prospects in baseball, we were all clamoring to get him on board with the Major League Club. He tore up the Cactus League in 2015. Do you remember that? Then got sent down to AAA by Theo and Jed too. And if you're not joining us on YouTube, I air quote this, work on his defense. Then Bryant was promptly called up on the first day the Cubs could garner that extra year of control over him. And suddenly his defense had improved enough and he was ready for the big leagues after just a handful of games in AAA, right? Eh, not so much. The irony of that is this is part of the new CBA that's being hashed out now and what the service time call up, you know, uh, manipulation will be under the new CBA. So kind of funny. On the flip side, we go back to last year. How about Nico Horner penciled in as the Cubs starting shortstop for 2022? Looked like a rejuvenated player in camp. He dominated last spring. Do you remember that? Primed to start the season at the time as the team's second baseman. Ended up not making the opening day roster. Remember this? To the chagrin of many, some cried foul, while others pointed out that he really hadn't had minor league experience to the extent that maybe the organization would have liked. And he also had minimal success during his time in the major. So he's eventually called back up before the Cubs would have gained an extra year of control. So that kept a lot of Cubs fans less angry than they would have been and ended up playing well until he got hurt. And obviously we wish Nico the best and hope he's healthy for all of 2022. Cause like we talked about in yesterday's episode, I'm very excited to see him and Nick Madrigal up the middle at shortstop and second base, respectively. So here is the question. Will Brennan Davis be the next top Cubs prospect to have a hot spring and get the fan base all riled up? We were primed to watch it happen. The guy is a raw athlete. He has honed his craft so well over the last couple of years since being drafted. If you recall last March, uh, Brennan struggled initially when playing spring, spring games with the big league club. And according to a lot of the scouts that watched him play and have seen a good chunk of his body of work, they noted that he was having issues identifying breaking pitches, and then some wondered how far off he really was. However, the progression from the beginning of spring 2021 to the end of spring 2021 was very noticeable. He had made the adjustment, no doubt. We touched on this yesterday again in discussing Brennan's potential role on the 2022 team, whether it be in a spot start bench kind of role or what, because most experts ex expect him to make his debut with the big league club at some point in 2022. But back to last year, he went from high A uh, to getting 15 games at AAA at the end of the end of the season. And his ascent through the minors has been really impressive and honestly a lot quicker than many expected when the Cubs drafted him as a super raw 18-year-old athlete back in the day. So let's get back to the service time argument that 
we have between players and owners that's part of the new CBA now and something us fans always, it just drives us crazy, a la Chris Bryant, 2015. If we're playing spring ball now, and if he starts tearing the cover off the ball in game one, February 26th, we're pretending, remember, against the Dodgers. I don't think us fans should necessarily jump to conclusions regarding the service time manipulation. If it even exists in the same form with this new CBA, when that is all agreed upon. And here's why. Davis did see his strikeout rate increase significantly in his tenure with AA, which was about 80 games. So a fairly large sample size. It was his longest stint at any minor league level in all of 2021. The swing and miss is a concern for the skeptical scouts that have been spoken to about Brennan as his long levers can essentially lead to ruts where he's slightly out of sick sink and the whiffs jump for an extended period of time. Okay. Here's the bottom line. As excited as I am, and you know, I'm a Brennan Davis fan as we are to see him, he probably needs some more time to correctly develop some of the flaws that he still has in his game and nobody and I mean, nobody wants to see him patrolling the outfield at Wrigley more than I do. But contrary to what I believe a lot of times in my life, patience is a virtue. And that's very hard for me to practice. But in this case, I think it's something that we're going to have to utilize. Still on target for a 2022 debut with the Cubs. Many factors hinge on this. Injuries performance by him and others slotted ahead of him in the Cubs outfield, team direction, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I know we're all excited for this to happen and we're closer than we think. On a side note, I was typing this up thinking today, I'm enamored with the idea of having a Brennan Davis be mentored by a Jason Hayward type player on a daily basis. I mean, think about that. You've got one of the best defensive outfielders of the last seven to 10 years working with an up and comer and just being with him and guiding him on a daily basis. The veteran leadership a Hayward could impose on him, the outfield play, especially as it pertains to Wrigley Field daily life in the big leagues, et cetera, et cetera. Taking a young guy under your wing, you play the same positions. It's invaluable to the nth degree. And I just, I love, I love that idea. At any rate, we're pretending that spring training is going on now and we're making problems that we don't even have because we haven't even got there yet. But again, CBA lockout updates coming on later in the show, along with a final look at the Cubs bullpen swingmen potential candidates as projected by Zips for 2022. This is the time of year that a lot of you have given up on your New Year's resolutions. It can't be a one and done. It's got to be a lifestyle change. And if you're looking to get healthier, and want to make it easier, you have to incorporate Built Bar into your routine. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I promise you. They're literally amazing. And when you incorporate them into your daily routine, it makes eating healthier much easier. Most Built Bars are just 130 cows, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. Compare that to a junkie candy bar, 240 cows. 30 grams of sugar, which just kills your immune system, and dozens of net carbs. And Built Bar, loaded with protein, 17 grams. Low-cal, high-protein. Replace the candy bars with these. Listen to some of these flavors. 
mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Fantastic. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. It's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. Get 15% off your order. LOCKED15, 15% off your order at built.com. CBA update coming up next. Locked on Cubs. Good morning, Cubs fans, Locked On family. Welcome back in. This is Locked On Cubs. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison. Thank you for taking the time to be with us today and each and every morning. We appreciate each and every one of you more than you know. I can't say it enough. It's not in the script. This is truth. Join us on Twitter at Locked On Cubs, at Chicago Cubs PA. Check us out on YouTube as well. Locked On Cubs YouTube channel. Please subscribe. We'd love to have you. Free and available wherever you download your favorite cast. Thank you for making Locked On Cubs your first listen each and every morning. Locked On MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep into the MLB stars of tomorrow, a la Brennan Davis. It's free and available wherever you check out your podcast, just like Locked On Cubs. So we've been having a good time the last several episodes, taking a look at each position group of the Cubs. Infielders, outfielders, starting rotation, bullpen, yada, yada, yada. We finally wrapped this all up into the swingmen of the bullpen, more or less, and guys who were kind of on... You know, pitchers in the mix, if opening day were to start on time and we had been going through the offseason and spring training as we had normally hoped we would have. Um, again, this is all in flux because the way the back end of the rotation lines up depends on how the middle of that bullpen lines up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right down the line. So once the lockout is over, if we're able to have an offseason and then get into spring, we'll see some of these pieces kind of fall into place a little bit better. But until then, we're kind of just guessing. Well, Zips does a great job of that for us. So we're taking a look at all their projections of the Cubs 26-man along with individual stats. They've got a long list of pitchers in the mix here for like back end of the bullpen guys. Um you know, for that 25th, 26-man, we'll call it. Justin Steele's on the list. Braylon Marquez, Corey Abbott, Tommy Nance. A lot of these names we've seen before. We've seen these players. Ethan Roberts, Anderson Espinosa, Caleb Killian, who we're going to touch on in a minute. This one is super intriguing. Mark Leiter Jr. Um, I'm a big Justin Steele guy. I like what he's all about. We'll hit on him in a sec. Going to talk about... Uh, Going to talk about Killian a little more in depth as well. Braylon Marquez, obviously a ton of intrigue there as well. One of the more highly touted arms in the Cubs organization. So it'll be interesting to see where David Ross kind of is able to fit him in in 2022 as well, um, you know, provided his health is okay. Caleb Killian, to me, is a super intriguing name in this group. And I, I think we're going to be hearing a lot more of him in the near future. Um he could be a regular at the big league level sooner than most of us expect. So he came over from the Giants as part of the KB deal at the deadline last year. Not sure if you're familiar with him or not. Tall, lanky right-hander, 243 ERA and 11 starts with AA Richmond a year ago. After the trade, 402 ERA and four starts with AA Tennessee with the Cubs with a combined 10 strikeouts per nine innings for the year. So his whole body of work. Really good double-digit strikeout average. I don't think we're going to see him out of camp if and when camp starts. Um, 
because he'll probably begin the year at double A again and hopefully solidify his role there before advancing to Iowa not long after if all goes well. But with that said, he could conceivably make his major league debut in 2022 with the back end of that Cubs rotation in flux. And that's why I say it just depends how that all lines up. It's like a trickle-down economics thing, you know, top to bottom, Ronald Reagan-esque. Um, so keep an eye out for him. Zips has him projected at 82 innings, 406 earned run average, and 66 strikeouts. So we'll see if he gets up to the big league level and what role the Cubs utilize him in. My biggest concern for guys is, you know, starters who then come up to the bigs that don't have a, a spot in the rotation and they go to the pen. It's a totally different role. And sometimes, you know, sometimes things get more difficult. If he ended up not coming up until later because the Cubs didn't have a need for his arm at the big league level, I think that's a good thing twofold. One, they don't need him at the big league level. Two, he can settle into his role in a rotation in Tennessee or Iowa at the minor league level. But Really, really intriguing player there. A guy that another one of those guys that came over for for part of the core that now we're reaping the benefits of. So be excited to see what happens with him. Justin Steele, uh, another player that I just touched on. He could have a big impact really from either the bullpen or for the rotation. Zips has him thrown a little over 80 innings as well. Um or a little under 80 innings, I apologize, 458 ERA and about a two-to-one strikeout-to-walk ratio. But they have him averaging about a strikeout an inning, which we know he is capable of. Uh, he did appear in 20 games last year, made nine starts, 426 earned run average, struck out 59 and 57 innings of work, so that strikeout mentality is, is part of his resume. He gave up 12 home runs in 2021, which was – no question uh, due to shaky command. Walk 27 guys as well. So he'll, he'll definitely need time to fine-tune the command. The delayed spring training does not help. But, you know, another very intriguing arm with a ton of potential and upside that we've seen that we're likely going to see again this year at some point. What role? We don't know. But that's kind of where we're at on that. So those two names of these potential uh, guys in the fold for the Cubs pen stick out the most um, to us here at Lockdown Cubs, but we'll keep an eye on, on how things shake out and what David Ross does with that staff. Bottom, bottom line on all this, and this is what I said, it's the trickle-down effect. I mean, we've looked at rotation options. We've looked at back end of the bullpen options, and that back end kind of dictates you know, how all the pieces above it fall into place. What is the bottom line on all this? I, I feel like every day we're looking at a new prospect that has come over for a deal involving one of the core players. No no exception today, the Chris Bryant deal to San Francisco with Killian. Um, it's almost like the gift that keeps on giving, which is awesome now that we're, you know, we've parted with the players that we loved so much and we get to welcome back this new wave of talent and finally see them play and prosper, hopefully within the Cubs organization. You know, you talk about how the back end of the rotation is dictated by or the back end of the bullpen is dictated how the rotation slots in. Rotochamp has Rowan Wick as the Cubs saves leader in 2022. Do they look outside also for extra help? We've looked at free agent relievers on the market, some of the top names, some maybe more bargain names that could play a factor. Andrew Chafin, Tapera, old friends, maybe bring them back. We shall see. We need to get the CBA hashed out new agreement in place, and get back to off-season spring training and baseball before we lose any regular season games. And we're going to update you on the meetings that are ongoing right now as we speak here shortly. Before we do, 
We want to we want to let you know that although football season is over, basketball's in full steam for both pro and college. For all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where to find the next fired coach and where he's going to land, betonline.net is your number one spot for all your betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, predictions, podcast news all season long, any season long. And it's not just basketball, it's boxing, it's UFC, it's hockey. Right to Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action at Bet Online. Bet Online, where the game starts. This is Locked On Cubs, where you start your day with your first listen, returning in a moment. Happy Wednesday, Locked On fam. Andrew Bellison with you. Thanks for joining us at Locked On Cubs. Thanks for making us your first listen. Thanks for finding us wherever you download your favorite cast, free and available on all platforms. So it's crunch time. Big, big week. League, owners, player reps, all in Jupiter, Florida, um, discussing CBA, meeting face-to-face, and the interviews and the Meetings have been lengthy. These are hours and hours of group and individual sessions. So here's what we know. And these are ongoing as we speak. We're told that February 28th would essentially be the deadline for an agreement as to not delay opening day. Remember, we've got to get to the end of the offseason through spring training, get players in shape before the regular season can start. So it's not just like, hey, okay, we hashed out a new collective bargaining agreement. Let's get to baseball. There's a lot of steps that we've neglected since early December that need to be made up. Major League Baseball and the MLBPA are meeting as we speak. They met Monday. They met yesterday as well. This is the most critical week in negotiations, period, bar none. Back in Jupiter, where are they at? They're at the spring training home of the Cardinals and Marlins. Big player contingent on hand both days thus far. Max Scherzer, Francisco Lindor, Paul Goldschmidt, among others. Ian Happ is the Cubs player representative. He is in Jupiter, Florida, attending these meetings as well. The meeting on Monday got underway at about 1 o'clock. Both sides broke off. This is kind of how it went. Both sides broke off into groups, met for over three hours. Uh, Same thing happened yesterday. Then both sides reconvened before wrapping up about 6 p.m. Listen. From where we came from with nothing for months, crickets, five hours of face-to-face is a huge step. Two days in a row and currently day number three today as we speak. So what's the bottom line on all of this? It's hard to tell really how much progress, if any, was made. Evan Drellis from The Athletic did have some good reports out about the meeting, um, And they included some of the things like the league's proposal was a $5 million increase on the pre-arbitration bonus pool to $20 million. However, the players are still looking for something in the $100 to $115 million range, so there's a wide open gap there. Um, The league also proposed allowing the first four picks of the MLB draft to be determined by a lottery system. Players were looking for eight. Here's the good news. As I said, both, both sides planning to meet every day this week in hopes of making the progress they need to get this 2022 season underway. Drellich also reported that there was no proposal on the competitive balance tax made on Monday. This is a huge area that there's going to have to be some movement on in order to get a deal done, and it hasn't been addressed yet. So that's not the best news. But that's where we stand. Meeting again today, day three in a row, face-to-face, it is a big deal. So in terms of trying to get something done, at least we're seeing the train put 
in motion. More to come tomorrow. Please, Lockdown family, stay tuned to Lockdown Cubs and our Twitter, at Lockdown Cubs, at Chicago Cubs PA, all week for all of your CBA updates. What's on tap tomorrow? What else? More fake spring training headlines. Can't wait. Thanks for being with us today. It's been a pleasure to spend our Wednesday morning with you. Thank you for making Lockdown Cubs your first listen each and every day. Now, I ask you to make your second listen, Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available wherever you download your favorite podcast. I'm Andrew Bellison. We'll see you bright and early manana. Have a wonderful Wednesday. This has been Lockdown Cubs.